The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report with Dom and Charles. And Dom, I have the world's greatest story on the podcast today. Wow. But I'm not going to tell you. Let's just say Samuel L. Jackson will be proud of this story. Ah, okay. Mm. I'm just thinking, does it involve snakes? It involves planes. Oh, hold on to your (laughs) box office records. (laughs) We'll kick that off after this. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Okay, saddle in everyone because this is the world's greatest story. A Boeing 747 had to turn back and return to New York's John F. Kennedy International Airport last week after a horse... What? Managed to escape from its stall inside the airliner. There, there was a horse. A horse. A horse on a plane. So when it I was, was saying snakes on a plane, mm. that seems somehow less ridiculous mm. than a horse galloping through a plane. Yes. No. And look, I feel like Hollywood has let us down by not already having and envisaging this circumstance with horses on a plane. So The natural sequel to snakes on a plane. Absolutely. So I'm just trying to think back to my extent of experience of traveling on planes. Charles, mm. where does the horse go on the plane? Well, I think the problem is that they're usually racehorses, right? Right. So they'd be traveling first class. Oh, like I up think the front. The reason you have never seen them is because they're in the posh seats. I'm in economy. Yes. Well, you know that some... But some... I often I often have a horse sitting next to me. <laughs> yeah, up at the yeah. pointy end of the plane. Yeah. You know that some planes these days have full-on like three-bedroom suites? Well, and stables. Stables, yes, apparently. that's right. Yeah. Well, actually, that would, I wouldn't be at all surprised if some of the airlines... I think Emirates have the um, the three bedroom suites. Yeah, yeah, presumably they've got them for horses because we know that in the Gulf they love a horse. Yes, certainly horses. I think have more rights in some countries in the Middle East than women, for instance. Well, this wasn't. Uh, this was flying on Air Atlanta Icelandic. So, so probably Is that a real airline. If you're not into horses on a plane, perhaps steer clear of Air Atlanta Icelandic. Okay, and it was already at thirty one thousand feet. It, it had already gone 30 minutes. It was heading to Belgium. Feet? I thought you measured a horse in hands. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, and so it escaped from its stall. Yeah, there, there was a stall in the plane. Uh, luckily, the plane didn't stall. Hey! <laughs> oh, my in God, fact, what is uh, this episode? I'll tell you what. I hope the pilot was feeling stable. Is this our reaction to? <laughs> yeah. and we don't know yet because the Australian <laughs> Podcast Awards are up in a couple of hours' time. Yeah. We're nominated for for, uh, for Be- best comedy. Best comedy. And oh, I'm yeah. just wondering, <laughs> is this the episode we submit for next, next year? year we, yes. Because we, when we lose to Dan Illich and Irrational Fear, wonderful podcast, subscribe now, um, we clearly need to do something different. And what we haven't had so far in this podcast is enough stories about mm. horses breaking loose on planes. So hang on. So the horse is in the state. I have so mm. many questions about the horse's stall to begin with. Mm. Um, and what... Like what does the horse do? What's it supposed to do well, for it, a fifteen-hour flight? Or well, whatever? it's a it's a race Well, uh, um, they get locked in their stalls all the time. Like it's the life of a horse is to 
be in your stall, then go out and train and be whipped half to death and then go back into your stall. So I think probably having a nice, you know, relaxing time up the pointy end of Icelandic was probably not a bad thing. Probably it was on holidays. Although <laughs> its choice of going to Belgium was yeah. <laughs> not. And what are its accommodations like? Is it standing up? Or is it, does it get to lie flat? Has it got some sort of flat bed arrangement? Has it got one of those sofas that turns into a bed that you get in first class? Well, I imagine so, yeah. Like, you wouldn't want your horse... You'd want them to be able to lie down and... Yeah, to get one of those rest. blankets. Yeah, lie it? flat. A and lie flat stool. That's right. And a sort of Neil, Neil <laughs> yeah. Perry nose bag. Yeah, and I, I, I'll tell you what, though. Most horse movies end in tragedy, don't they? Well, the, it just the horse them. always dies. Or like, I could just watch any, any Melbourne Cup and see the green, <laughs> green shutters. Maybe maybe the, oh, the, maybe the, maybe the suite had green shutters around yeah. it. <laughs> they were panicked. Do they do you do, do you reckon horses watch horse races? Would that be like watching the Olympics? Where That's a great question. You do watch would it horses much? enjoy watching horse? Maybe yeah. maybe the horse is watching something, just a regular movie, the horse race, and it was like, oh, it's time to go. Maybe they they're off. Maybe they prefer watching and betting on human races. On human races, yes. Mm. Like their Melbourne Cup is, I don't know, the hundred meters. At Randwick or something, where but they wouldn't understand it, Charles, because no one's getting whipped. Yeah, they'd go, there's, no, there's no extraneous. Where's the cruelty? Yeah. yeah. So okay, so something happened. But, yeah. but if you're standing up on a plane and you're a horse and there's turbulence, that'd be pretty stressful. Like their their legs break fairly easily, as we know from yeah, every I, look, Melbourne Cup race that's ever been. Yeah. I, look, I don't think that I don't think people who own racehorses, you know, care that much about horses. But I no, I agree. I think I'm sure they'd be able to lie down and things like that. Um, but uh, apparently, so the horse managed to escape its stall, um, and then they had to tell the passengers, uh, there's no issue with flying, which means like our plane is, is going all right, but we need to go back to New York as we can't resecure the horse. Well, that's incompetent, Charles. <laughs> yes. And why would you transport a horse if you didn't have some way of securing it? What they needed was an air marshal mm. able to shoot it. Yeah, just to take it out. Just put it down. Just put it down. Yes. Or just open the door. <laughs> go. Yeah, are, are horses like cats? Can they? Can they survive can they a fall? Survive a fall? <laughs> I don't think they can. <laughs> um, but so what, they had to Is turn it... around. Did, but you know that when an, uh, a plane has to turn around shortly into the flight, mm. they have to dump all their fuel. Did they have to dump massive yeah, amounts of? Fuel? They had to f- dump twenty tons of fuel over the Atlantic. Oh my god! So See, the Atlantic, is... the Atlantic just gets all this fucking fuel in it because one horse can't keep it. See, this is the together. problem. You know, we go on about Taylor Swift using her jet and Elon Musk, but what about these horse races? You know, destroying the environment. No one ever talks about that problem. There's nothing wrong with my flying. I'm perfectly competent pilot. Yeah, yeah. We're doing fine. Yeah. It's just that the horse is broken loose and no one's able. Do you was think, there no one able to ride it? Do you think they'll make a sort of Sully-like movie? <laughs> Sully. <laughs> they, question, Sully. they question, but could the horse really have been put back into his store? Sully would have jumped on the back of the horse. <laughs> Where are the fucking yeah. bridles? All you got to do is just get yes. on it. Where's the brave? Where's the brave steward or stewardess willing to just jump on it? And look, I think this is the problem though nowadays is no one rides bareback because oh, presumably nice. didn't have it saddle. Well, and so you need saddle. to just get a sort of Genghis Khan style. Person. They, it they should have had its saddle and its bridles. Yes. Shouldn't it have been tied No, up? no. But when you get on a plane, the first thing you do is take off your no, saddle. It's got to be scared <laughs> yeah. um, because it's got metal on the way in. <laughs> That's right. It's a very, very bad idea. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. 
Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. The Chaser Report. News you can't trust. Look, I buried the lead on this story because it's it's not. I mean, the horse problem, you know, is is a, especially on the Jetstar flights. Don't you find? You oh, know, the uh, poor horse would have to pay yeah. for its own chaff, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, How would right. that work? Yeah, you're like, overweight. Like but... <laughs> that comes and the trolley comes along full of hay, mm. and the horse has got to pull out a credit card and pay somehow for the horse. Um, but for the and, and it was terrible during the pandemic because. You know, they'd screen you for COVID and they'd say, have you ever got any problems? And it'd say, um, I'm feeling a little hoarse. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Wouldn't be allowed to fly. Oh. Uh, anyway, but then, uh, no, because the, the this is not, this is a pattern, Dom. This isn't just one off incident. So last month, uh, an otter <laughs> <laughs> and a rat caused mayhem on a flight from Thailand to Taiwan. An otter right. and a rat. Yes, oh, they're the very whole... small. Well, What's that's what they're going to do. I don't know. I think it was trying to um, swallow the rats <laughs> <laughs> or uh, avoid the snakes that were on the plane. I don't that's, know. Actually, that's the case where you need yeah. the snakes on the plane. Where there's an otter and a rat. So I get the snakes would have sorted them right out. Wouldn't the otter have sort of wanted water, and and they don't serve enough water? Maybe that's the that reason. Could, that could have been yeah. it. Could have been it. The best one was. Uh, Earlier this month, so we're still talking November, a young bear managed to escape on a flight from Baghdad to Dubai. Why are you bringing a young bear on a plane? Well, why wouldn't you? You don't want to leave it back in Baghdad. It's a dangerous place. This is bizarre. <laughs> so they're kind of at flying zoos at any point in time. I, I was not aware of this, Charles, that there were so many animals See, in the sky at any point in time. This is what, because you only go economy. You don't, you're oh, not up with the bears yeah. and the otters and the rats and the... Just, Horses. So when there's an emergency, mm. is there a massive mask that drops down for the horse? <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. you know, it's secure your secure your own mask before putting the massive fuck off mask on the on horse. On your horse. Uh, yeah, there is. Yeah, that's happened a few times to me. <laughs> you know what? Are my favourite facts about about um, and this might be apocryphal, but apparently when someone dies in midair, they put them in the toilet and lock the toilet. Have you heard this? I have not heard that. You can lock them from I, I, the outside. We had somebody die when we were over the Pacific Ocean. It was very horrible. And it, it lasted about an hour because they kept on trying to get doctors. But they ended up. Oh, wow. So they just kept saying, Is anyone a doctor? Yeah. And no. Oh, no, no. There were a couple of doctors. And of course, one of them somehow had a stethoscope. The, the really? rest of the. Because you know how doctors are sort of wankers. They, they I mean, except for. My relatives. Your yeah, relatives. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, like one of them got out their stethoscope and sort of kept it ra- wrapped really? around their neck. You know, like. Well, that's probably why you bring it along. Epi- episode of ER or something. Yeah, you yeah. probably bring it with you because in case you get, um, you know, confused yeah. with some literature PhD <laughs> yeah, student. Right. No, no, look, I've got a stethoscope. <laughs> yeah. But um, they eventually carted this person off. But with that guy, they just put him in where the cabin usually sleeps. Like it was a sort of... Oh, they've got a little little, little cubicle. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. Which was really inconvenient for the staff because they they then didn't 
couldn't rest. Well, you wouldn't want to sleep next to the <laughs> dead to guy. A would you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. But I, I, love, I to... love the idea of so it's like weekend at Burning's propping them up in, in the toilet, do they? they apparently they that's they, yeah. they do that sometimes and then lock the door from the outside. Yeah. But I'm just wondering what do you do with your dead horse? I mean horses die. <laughs> How, what, how do you get the horse out of there? Oh, you obviously haven't seen the the bathrooms the in first class. Bathroom. Of course, <laughs> yeah. they've got very you just put them spacious in one side of the bathroom. Yeah. Um, no, but uh, I I just want to continue the bear story. Um, <clears throat> oh, the baby bear. Yes, the please. baby bear. Um, so. Oh, see, the problem was the trip was running an hour late, right? And so the bear escaped, presumably because it was annoyed. Well, they hate prompt takeoffs. Yeah, yes. you, you can't do yeah. that to a bear, though. No, exactly. They'll definitely abandon the plane. Oh, but the weird thing is they didn't know where the bear had come from. And um, they're ask, they're calling on citizens. Well, you shouldn't ask. You to... can't ask questions like that. That's that's not the way. We want to be inclusive. If you've got a ticket, mm. you get on the plane, bear or not. And the and the irony noted in this article, which is NBC News, I don't know how reliable it is, is that uh, sometimes uh, exotic meals such as bear are sold on that airline food. So it's horrific. Well, is it horrific, Charles? Because it, it's or is it, Iraqi Airways. Is it convenient? To have it, like that would be like a cannibal. No, but it's like sashimi. You got the the oh, fresh bear oh, sitting fresh there. Fresh bear, maybe that's why. And, and you, for first class, the chef is just like, no, it's it's the freshest bear I've just slaughtered yes. five minutes ago. Yes. Didn't you hear that sort of screaming sound? That was the bear dying. Yeah. But what if you can't bear sa- sashimi? Sashimi. You can't bear sashimi. I think this is this is the point to end the podcast, Charles. There's about forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think forever. This is yeah. the note on which the Chaser Report ended after many yeah. hundreds of episodes. The point where Charles oh, we haven't said even, you can't bear sashimi. We haven't even covered uh, the 2022 incident of the live albino alligator on a flight. Oh, uh, dear me. Which was, that was actually quite an interesting one because that was an American guy who snuck it on in his suitcase. So he, he, Florida. He, he hadn't told anyone. Tell me this is from Florida. No, it was Munich. Really? Yes. Okay. Charles, you know yes. that our podcast now yes. is at a total of 6.7 million downloads. Yeah. We've we literally racked up an extraordinary number of all-time downloads down mm. the Chaser Report. 6.7 million. Yeah. We had all that fuss about the 6 million. Yeah. Listener, we're almost at the 7 million. We're at 7. And we will now never get there. Never get there. Yeah, thanks for listening to us <laughs> yeah. uh, over the years. It's been enjoyable. Yeah. But not enough, which is why we're <laughs> calling it into it now. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Our is from Road. Uh, who are clearly embarrassed to be associated with this podcast now. We're part of the Iconoclast Network, um, soon to be shut down. <laughs> See ya. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.